It's Monday, April 6th, 2015, and this is the 2v1 Podcast. This is now our 20th episode, and you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher by searching 2v1 Podcast. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review. Thanks. Enjoy. Here's of the storm. I wanted to have some info in front of me. What is that? I don't even know what that is. I've heard it. It's a it's a MOBA, like yeah. like Dota and League of Legends, but it's Blizzard's attempt at it. Is it new? Uh, it's been a, like around for a while, but the beta has been like expanded for more people now. It's an open beta. Kind, yeah, kind of like how Hearthstone was kind of hard to get into for a while. Yeah. Now Heroes of the Storm is a little bit easier to get into. I need to watch some videos on it. It's, I mean, if you've ever seen anything for Dota or League of Legends, that's what it is. Exact same thing. It's the same thing. Right. Yeah. But, um, I was really enjoying it. They, uh, they took away some of the more difficult stuff of Dota where you have to, like, buy items and whatnot and kind of build your character, which is stressful for me anytime I played Dota. And I'm not good at that, handling that on top of the actual game. Well, Nick, I mean, you're, really not that good at any video games so yeah that's an established 2v1 thing though. yeah that's but continue sorry to interrupt I just need to throw that out there. <laughs> i'd just like to remind you that you suck at dark souls <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh touche i like the, uh, <laughs> i like the art style in it i don't know is that a blizzard thing because it looks like Hearthstone. It's their it's all of their it's all of their games. Yeah. So it's Warcraft and Starcraft. All of them. You know, they're two franchises. Yeah. Well Hearthstone. But it's the same same style and everything. Here here's my here's my Dota input. My plan is to go through my entire life without ever knowing anything about it, A, and B, ever seeing gameplay, screenshots, or anything of it. I'm going strong so far. Your goal. Well, yep. yeah, you'll never be exposed to it probably if yeah if i don't want to be yeah i almost wish i got into it i think i'd like it hey uh down i'm sure we'd all like it storm. wonder if i can run it maybe i mean it's not it's not very graphically intensive even even i had it on ultra and it's like there's barely any textures on anything it's really cartoony is it you, this might be a silly question is it pvp yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's like five people on each team. You pick a character that has abilities, and then you work your way down lanes trying to take out their base. So there's like RTS elements in it. Uh, I mean, you're not defense. building units or anything. You're just you're you're playing your own character, and that's really it. But don't you place like turrets around or defensive no. things? No. Which one? Nope. Don't you do that in one of them? Was it Han that you did that in? No. Okay. Well, then I don't know anything. Yeah. No. You don't know anything. I don't. I don't know anything <laughs> about mobas. Oh well. But I was enjoying it, and I'm actually might play more. It. I got that feeling of uh, when we were first playing Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. I kind of was starting to get really hooked because every time you finish a uh, a game. There's multiple things leveling up, and it's really satisfying, and <laughs> and it looks nice, and 
I have a feeling it's going to be successful because it's a lot easier to get into than the other MOBAs. Yeah. Which is what which is what they're going for, and they're probably going to do it well. Uh, they're already you know, making money on it, too. While we're on the topic of this, this is one of these things, whenever I say something on the podcast, it becomes set in stone. So I can officially announce this. <laughs> I am not quasi, I'm not, quote, retiring. I'm retiring from Marvel. I don't. I don't either, Alex. I, sorry, <laughs> and and, that, and that's fine. I totally get it that you that makes sense that you say that. But whether you believe it or not doesn't change the fact that it's happening. And I have two people lined up to buy my account. And here, here's the thing: it's my last account. Whenever I retired, you know, I tried to a while back. I still had accounts left. I don't have any more accounts left. This, this is time it. you'd have to actually start from scratch. I need it. I need it out of my life. It's yep. so it's so hard to explain to people why it's such a bad thing to do. And I just needed like I don't want it. So I hit my I hit my profit level. Everything's good. I do want to have one last hurrah in the upcoming war cuz it's I do have fun. That's the one time in the game that I have fun, you know, sort of like we did back in the day. So That'll be the end for me, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I'll, I'll have uh, complete freedom over my life again in a little bit over. <laughs> how much are you going to get for your? How many more accounts do you have, and how much are you going to get for them? I don't have. I only have the one account because that was the one thing I've been very disciplined about since I started again in last July. Uh, I did not play on two simultaneously, except for maybe a few weeks and in, in during a transitional period. <laughs> but um, I'm not sure. I, I honestly. I'm, it's more of a thing where I'm doing it to make sure that I get rid of it, you know, so I don't have it. I don't really care how much I get off of it because right before I sell the actual account, I have one last load of PP to get rid of. And that, that alone is going to put me over my goal. So whatever I get for it past that is just fluff. Well, that's good to hear. It is. It's a really, it's a good, important thing. And I can focus on in actual real games and i can also get back to playing mindless fun games like two dots <laughs> and actually make progress there and not worry about profit so i could not get into really two dots thing. for the life of me, me i either. love it i love it it's just... i don't ever like want to play anything on my phone anyway though yeah i just i like i do like to have something for those times when you're passing time and all that but of course as soon as i kick marvel and i'm looking forward to playing dumb stuff like that uh, I have the DS, but Alex, I don't, I don't anticipate you doing so. But once Hearthstone comes to the phone, you should at least give it a shot. Nope, since it's free, I, I won't even consider it. the The whole idea is to not. I'm not. I don't like mobile gaming. I don't like what it is, and I don't like how horribly addicting it is. And whether it's a question <laughs> of willpower or whatever, I'll never abide it, and I, I don't want it. Now that I'm getting rid of it, I need it out for good. So and two question. dots. Is, go ahead. I was just going to say, why is Two Dots different? I, I have a hard time calling that gaming. I mean, heck, Marvel isn't gaming, but the point is, you're, you're limited. I have a better two question, dots, though. Is... Well, hold on, what, let me finish. Yeah. I, have, I have five lives. I run through them in, you know, 20 minutes or, or whatever, probably less, and then I can't play it anymore. And that's, I think that's the only actual game I have on my phone aside from Marvel. Well, um, yeah, so it's like Marvel's energy. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you know, I didn't know you played that for twenty minutes at a time. Uh, it well, it depends on how good I do. I mean, I could or how well I do. I could play for you know 
three hours if you don't die, but that's not going to happen. So. So then what's the uh, difference here? Here, Here's a good one then is what's the difference between playing your DS and playing on your phone? It's still mobile gaming. It's the exact same thing. Well, it's it's not the same thing. Mobile, the way mobile, you know what I mean when I say mobile gaming. I'm talking about I, I do free to play stuff. Technically, a DS is a mobile is mobile gaming. Yes, a, a PlayStation with a portable screen that's also a mobile game. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference. Well, anymore. you mean you mean free to play stuff where there's yeah, money free to, involved. Free to play is is definitely a good thing, but there's a difference between iOS and phone gaming than handheld gaming. Any more though? Categories. I mean, they're starting to merge essentially. They're, they're starting to for sure, but by the same token, uh, you know, I would I would argue that. Uh, Mobile gaming is getting to a point where it's matching even DS level stuff, but handheld keeps evolving and it's still staying ahead of the curve. You know, for example, on the new 3DS and all that stuff, that's still largely ahead of mobile gaming. I I also don't see games like like a DS. You still have a control pad like a controller. I don't ever see that being done very well on a phone. No, well they have they have them, but. I know, I know they do, but it never felt good. Like, like a platformer, you know, like the, it'll put like one of those uh, D pads on the screen, and you have to tap it. Yeah, I hate. No, no, that. I'm saying you yeah. can you can buy external ones that it's essentially a, a 360 or a PS3 controller. Oh, for your phone. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah once you get to that, once you get to that, it, the external accessory thing, then Josh, to your point, you're sort of crossing that line into totally being. It's like a handheld at that point. But then yeah. then I come in and say, why don't you just get a handheld system? You yeah. know what I mean? There, there's handheld gaming and mobile gaming. And I'm, let's not get technical. You both know that's a, those, are a, those are two different categories. And, you know, I don't understand the point of making one the other. They're, they're different for a reason. I, mo, and mobile is usually because it's, it's more of a convenience factor thing. But not all not, mobile games are like that. Yeah, there are I was going to say, I'm there not are really... heavy RPGs on iOS. I yeah, I understand that, but it's still it's it's on a phone, and you don't have like to to Nick's point, you don't have the joystick, and there's there's just it's the the difference is primarily with hardware, I guess, and the way that it's played and the feel to everything, and you know when you're on your phone, you're doing different things. I'm jumping back and forth between different things. Handheld gaming is still an old school experience for me, where I'm playing. You're an just actual, playing a game. I, exactly. It's. It's it's not the AD it it's not the ADD mindset of today where you're doing a billion things at once. You're just enjoying and playing a game and not doing anything else. It'd be like <laughs> it's like when you're having a conversation with somebody, but you're on your phone. You're not giving them your full attention. Same thing with video games. I want to give the game my my full attention. Well, then that's a you personal can. thing because well, of course it is. Yeah. And so is everything else we talk about, as we all, except for, you know, whenever our opinions are fact and yours is incorrect, <laughs> then then it's not personal. You can jump back and forth between stuff on DS and I'm assuming Vita also, but I, I never am, I guess. Right, right. And like probably you can, you can suspend games yeah. and like go back out. I'd say that's yeah, on my, more of a thing. On this old Vita DS too. Lite, I'm not sure of any great features. You can't do sleep. that on the Lite. No. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, the Vita is essentially... I mean, it's essentially a phone that you... you the Vita might take. as well be a yeah. phone. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the 3DS, all you can do is back out to, like, the dashboard type thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what else you could do from there. there. You could probably do Nintendo's stupid Miiverse whatever. Yeah. But 
Yeah, but I don't know. Real quick, just back to the difference between something like Two Dots and the Hateful Marvel. I always have that impending desire to profit. What can I? What teammates can I fleece? What what this can I do? What can I do here? And you know, I I did start Metal Gear Solid, and I'll we'll get into that, of course. But I'm playing that game, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I want to check to see if I can sell some of these crappy cards to a dumb teammate. Like, yeah, that's awful. <laughs> it, it's horrible. It's it's a plague, and I need it. I, I don't want it. Well, I do want it, but I need it out of my life. It's something you have to draw a line and realize it's it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. <laughs> it's, it's like we're talking about being like a smoker with cigarettes. Yeah. yeah I, I know like you're this playing is a video game. Because... I got to get up and go, go smoke a cigarette yeah. real quick. I, I can't. I can't technically. I know it's technically a subjective argument, but. I say it's objectively a bad thing. <laughs> I just well, well, that's that's what they're trying to do to you. Yeah, like, get their hooks in, and they did. That's the thing, you know. Whenever you realize it, then it's good because you're not at the point of no return, you know. Yeah, and, but a, a lot of people are, unfortunately. And I will give you the whole thing that you you actually really never spent money in the sake of spending money to play the game. Uh, yeah, exactly. The only times I've spent money is. If I needed to buy, you know, PP to get a card so I could rip somebody else off, then in that case, it was okay. I just spent ten, but I just earned thirty or something like that. So, what what are the odds in a month from now you create another account? Josh, okay, you ready? Here we go. Yep. I swear to God, I swear to God, I'm done with Marvel after I sell this account. All right, it's on the record. I said it. I am not playing after this. It's done. No more War of Heroes. Yeah, and you know, you know it's how I am. Gone. Even if I have an urge, which I won't, I, I would, I couldn't bear going back and having you guys rightfully lambast me on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm, it's done. I, once I sell that account, it is done. Alex is going to become a closet Marvel player. Not tell anyone. Nope. Just he will nope. never tell us. Just, no. I, furthermore, hey, furthermore, I will also swear to God, give you my word. I will, if I cave, which I will not, I will. I will come out. I'll come out of the, the Marvel closet <laughs> on the podcast. So, hey, one thing you wouldn't have to worry about with Hearthstone: you can't sell anything and you can't trade anything. It's yeah, just but I, I still, I don't know. It's, it's, it's. This is something I've been struggling with, and I, I always have a hard time conveying it. I just, I don't want it. I want real video games. I want to give my attention to them and focus on. There's so many things I always want to play, and I don't have time for mobile gaming in my life. <laughs> the thing I, I like, don't want to make time for it. The thing I like about Hearthstone is it's a quick 10 to 15 it's, yeah, minute it's pickup. Really quick. You play a game, you get to open packs. It's it's basic. Well, just from simple. what you guys said, I love, it's a game where cards actually matter. Absolutely. Cards don't matter in Marvel. I don't care what anybody says, they don't matter. I, I, oh, I feel so stupid talking about this and we're not going to beat a dead horse, but I'm one of the top five contributors in our alliance as far as how much valor I put up, my cards are awful. It's because <laughs> I know how to exploit the game, and I know what needs to be done to put up really big numbers. I'm in the top five, I don't spend money, and I have terrible cards. How big is your alliance? It's, it has a, Actually, it's maxed out. We have 40 I was going to say, there's it. a max, right? Yeah, it's, it's 40 now as far as how far you can go with it because you have to donate just oodles and oodles of silver. But yeah, it's if you know what you're doing and you don't want to play or pay, it doesn't matter, and that alone... Whenever you realize that, it makes you respect the game even less. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, 
I mean, actually, that make that should be a good thing because the whole free to play idea. You're right. Yeah, because you spend it, money it, and you right. need to to be successful. Yeah, but I just want to tell everybody always fears. It's it's. I wish I wish we had an. Uh, I wish I knew of an audience size so I could hopefully be reaching people and explaining this concept to them. <laughs> that you don't need to. Yeah, you, you usually don't. don't you do not need to. Probably any of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know what? In Hearthstone, I could see how that would give you an advantage in that you're just giving yourself a better chance to have a lot better cards and build a better deck. Mm-hmm. And unlike Marvel, Hearthstone is an actual card game. So you have to build a deck of like what what is it 50 cards Josh? Yeah. Yeah, so That's like cool. it sounds like Pokemon. It will it, it it's one of the it's one of those it is. Games. same thing. It's yeah, it's like it's like all of them. It's like Magic the Gathering and Pokemon and and not really Yu-Gi-Oh, I guess, but I don't I don't know if I'm speaking out of place on this one Alex, but with Hearthstone compared to Marvel is you actually need to have some skill and know how yeah, to play to, cards. You have to really build a No, deck. you're not at all speaking out. You that is correct. There is zero zero skill or intelligence that goes into Marvel. The extent of it is knowing how to order your cards. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, depending on what their abilities are. And that is it and anybody with a brainstem can do that. Hearthstone is like poker. You're playing your opponent's hand, not your not not your own. You're playing That's against cool. Yeah, you have deck. to think. Yeah, you have to really like consider every mm-hmm. card you put down. I love the sound of all of it. I want to play Hearthstone cool. now. I haven't played in a while. I I'm over it, I think. <laughs> there's there's a new thing. I mean, I haven't played it in forever. I played it uh, like maybe a month ago and just got stomped and I had no desire to like fix my decks or anything. I haven't played since Noxramus came out. I feel like I feel like once you start getting out of it you're just falling behind because you're losing out on what a typical strategy is and what what cards people are commonly playing with and all that stuff. Yeah, I remember when it came out, I would actually look up like the the best decks you can build, and they're like beast decks that would yeah. demolish. And I mean, you could always do that at any time and probably get back in, but as I've said before, I hate how you put decks together. I don't know how it would be any better or how they could make it simpler, but I just something about it in that game I do Which not like. I really don't understand because it's the most basic. I don't thing I don't either. I can't explain it. I can't explain what I don't like about it. I just don't like it. I and I have no I have no uh insight on how to make it better at all. So you know nothing. It, it yeah, I just don't know anything. Okay. But I know whenever I go to like switch out cards in my deck, I'm just like, eh, I don't want to do this, and then I give up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing I so could something see, something is failing. The there. only thing I could see changing or that maybe would affect that is how small the cards. Like, whenever you're building your deck, they're along the right side of the screen, and it's just yeah. real tiny looking, kind of. You can't really tell what cards you have in the deck. If that's making any yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, and then you have to, I mean, you can hover over them and it'll show you what it is. Yeah. But I, I'm i wondering how that's going to work on a phone. Because that's, yeah. your screen is just getting really small I didn't think at that about point. That. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for it, though. I mean, I'll check it out just to see how it works. I will probably be doing less work at work for a little <laughs> while. Yeah. But that's okay. So. Yeah. 
So what else has been going on? But I on? can... Uh, Let's talk about real video games. Let's <laughs> not do that. Mobile games. <laughs> Getting uh, back to... I've put some more time into Castlevania Order of Ecclesia, and I now have more substantive um, input, I suppose, on it. So I'd mentioned that they have the sort of the pseudo world map. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm coming to the decision that I don't like it. Oh. It's not I mean it's not like it's some big deal, but I like the idea of the giant interconnected and I think it's always a castle, you know? And right. that's sort of it it when you come right down to it, that's what that's one of the most beautiful things about Dark Souls. You know, the whole thing is just connected and it's all one area. And yeah, there's shortcuts, same way there are in Castlevania, but it still all feels like a part of one world. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that this one doesn't feel like a world. It's it even though it it, there's disjointed. a world map, Yeah, it feels yeah, disjointed and it feels like it's stage slash level based. And I just right. um maybe that's one of the reasons that of the three DS ones, I believe it's lowest rated. You know, little things like that. Uh, they do have they have quests and turning in items to to do that, which you know is obviously just a trend in games. That yeah, that's I interesting. Though. I don't want to say it started with Borderlands, but I always think of Borderlands when it comes to you know you collect a certain amount of things, you go back, you turn it in, and then you get your reward. That's, yeah, that's any RPG yeah, ever created. It, exactly. <laughs> it just it was really done a lot in that game, and it just makes me think of it. But anyways. Yeah. It's definitely useful and it's nice because it's one of those things I don't seek them out. I just find them when I play and hopefully I get enough. And if I do, great, you know. And then I can turn them in at the the village where that's sort of like a hub where you can you know buy uh -huh. things and turn these quests in things like that. But that that's a nice change. I, I do like that. I've noticed another interesting thing. So far, it's one of the more difficult Castlevanias I've played. And can you dash. You can. You can dash backward, although I almost never do it, interestingly enough. There's only been a few times when it felt really beneficial. But I've, I've just noticed that there's – whenever you're – I constantly find myself trying to get through these levels or stages and, okay, when, when am I going to get to a save point or a teleporter so that I can go back and save at the village? Because that's what I end up doing a lot is going back and saving there. Mm -hmm. And – it's just, it's surprising how, how quickly you just all of a sudden you're through all your health and then I find myself in that typical Castlevania situation. Okay, if I get hit again, I'm going to die. I got to be really yeah. careful. And that's fine. It it hasn't been irritating really to any point because usually I just have to learn what that stage is like up to a point. Then I die and then I go through it again and I'm more careful and I know how to fight the enemies and everything. Right. So yeah. it works out. But it, it has been interesting. But the one nice thing is the one area that I got to, I found a ridiculous area for farming. And was able, I was able to level up probably five times in 20 minutes. And that gave me a nice little edge, you know, to continue on with. And if I need to do it more, I will. But I haven't really needed to. I do love... Remember how I told you that you there aren't physical weapons. They just have glyphs. And mm -hmm. they... Whenever you combine them, you can use a special power, you know, basically holding up and Y or whatever... And depending on what you have equipped, you have a, a new special power to use. And that's something that since I last talked about it, I've been having a lot more fun with. And I found out how extremely useful it is. And that's what Harmony of Dissonance did. Yes. They have like those spell. You can use just a sub weapon 
or you Plus can spells. Put, yeah, or you can put a book on and do the spells. And yep. the the one in that Nick, I think, with classic Castlevania with the crucifix is by far the most useful. Yeah, all of the ones that just spun around you, and there were a couple of them that just like you could just stand still and do a bunch of damage to yeah. bosses and take out enemies as you're running through. Yeah, it was so well, nice. The crucifix is the most powerful, and it's and it's just I, if I remember correctly, it's very similar to Symphony of the Nights. If I remember correctly, they're just spinning in a spiral around you. Yeah, but yep. yeah, it's amazing. The other one that you might want to try out though is having the wind element. Yep, come that's what I used with that the was daggers. The one I ended up using the whole game once I got it with the daggers. <laughs> uh, not the daggers. I used wind with the potion, which it was a full screen uh, raining effect. Yeah, the rain, mm -hmm. and then wind with something else was really useful. Raining um, holy water. I love it. Maybe the maybe the holy book. I don't know. Holy book. But <laughs> um, so have you tried it with the daggers? Have you seen what it does? I don't remember, and I mean, I beat it now, so I'm not oh, going to play it again. Duh, that's right. It, you just yeah. throw a billion daggers. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. Actually, I saw one thing online of a guy dispatching a boss really easily with it, but I, I think it's when you're fighting Maxim. But So anyhow, the combo powers are very cool. Uh, the inventory system kind of sucks. I still don't understand it, and I'm too lazy to Google it, and I shouldn't have to Google it, because when you <laughs> go in there, there's a bunch of different colored things with... Like blue, there's white, orange, and blue, and it has nothing to do with rarity. It just, it's really weird. It makes you look like you have more than you need available, but you you don't actually have copies of these. It's really weird. It's hard for me to explain. Point is, it's annoying, and they shouldn't have done it that way. But uh, they also, I think they missed out on a really good opportunity to take the game development even further. And going back to two worlds with how you can stack weapons and make them more powerful. Yeah. To get new glyphs, you kill enemies. And a, there's, it's sort of like, a I don't know what the drop rate is, but it's random, and sometimes you get a new glyph from them. And you absorb it for the first time, and a message pops up saying what it is and what it does. But then any other sub, you can still do it, and any other subsequent times you can still absorb their glyph, but nothing happens. You just absorb it, and I'm like, well, this is a waste of time. Mm. They definitely should have made them leveled. You know, if you absorb it 10 times, it's level 10 and it's really powerful. Or even collect 10 and it goes up one level. I think that would have been a really cool dimension to add to it. And they just didn't. So, yeah, that kind of stinks. But that's so far where I am on order. I as I definitely think that by the by next week's episodes, um, next week's episode, I will have finished it because of all the airport flying and probably train time that I'll have. So... And I don't see this being too, too long. I have, I want to say, around three hours in, and it's it's at least at 30%. So that sounds like a good estimate. Uh, but yeah. I'll talk about Metal Gear Solid later when we can segue into it uh, <laughs> real well. Where where are you guys right now? I don't know what Josh has been playing. I haven't done anything. Besides week. Geometry Wars and the 5,000 snaps we get every day. Yeah. I Not love, that it's annoying, but I Josh is officially Geometry Wars. And they just released all that free DLC, which is fantastic of them. Right. Yeah, which is awesome. That, that that's is awesome. easily a ten dollar DLC pack with how much stuff they added. Good guy, Geometry Wars. Yeah. Yeah, from what I read, it it looked like that would be something you would have to pay for. It's it's pretty much just a mirror of the original game that they added. That yeah, much they added like it. the they added the standard evolved mode, right? Like you don't have your little. Well, they they, they uh, always had that. 
but they added a oh really yeah they added like a, a harder version of it they have a whole they have a playlist for each of the original uh like styles like pacifism and king and whatnot so that's all oh that's awesome yeah that's already in there i didn't know that yeah. yep those are right under the classic playlist so yeah i loved when they added that to two but yeah they added like 40 new adventure maps and then a couple weapons and new enemies uh, that's sweet maybe maybe that's a sign that they'll continue to just add things like that that would be amazing i, I mean even if they charge for the next one, I understand because this one was so. There's just so much to it that they just gave for free, so yeah, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I started Sleeping Dogs, and that's that's about it. And we've talked about yeah, I don't, that I don't to need death. To go into that any more. Yeah, other than I, you're enjoy enjoying it, it yes. though. And I, it's yeah. surprisingly more, uh, I guess, just bloody than I anticipated. But that's good. Yep, <laughs> that's good. I've been reading more this week than anything else. Mm. I should do that. That is I've awesome, and I'm jealous because I suck about reading. Reading my I... first Stephen King book. Oh, what? And what is that? It's the you might have heard the name before, the Dark Tower series. Absolutely, I know what it is. Yeah, I I'm started the Nick, first. You book. did a report on that, didn't you? Uh, no, but I did a report on it. But I I also read a couple Dark Tower books. And okay, you read a few. Interest. Of them. Okay, yeah, there's that's what I eight. Remember. I think. So, yeah, I don't know the total count. I just know it was daunting and I wasn't into it. Well, it's it's funny. I'm like in this never-ending conundrum of things to do and I won't go on a soapbox about it, but I you know, I had all these these grandiose plans of playing all these video games when I was home and then I realized it's now that I'm home with friends and family, I just want to spend time on that and seeing everybody and enjoying not having any responsibility. It's whenever I'm back to the day-to-day, hate-my-life, white-collar routine, <laughs> I use video games as therapy to escape. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's reasonable. It's it's actually harder to make time for it at home, surprisingly. But that's a good thing. Cause it I, means I, I always take my do. DS home yeah. when we go home. And it's just so convenient. I never play it. <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's good to know it's there. It's comforting that it's there. Yeah. When do you go back to that uh, white-collar lifestyle? Uh, unfortunately, I do that on... I fly back Monday night, the 6th. So then you so. work on Tuesday. That is correct. But nice four-day weekend. Or four... Yeah, Alex. God. Four-day week. So that'll be good. Yeah, those are always nice. Yeah. Segway. Segway. I had a four-day week this week, and <laughs> the Dark Souls 2 re-release came out. Yes! Nick, tell us how much you love Dark Souls 2. So I was off yesterday, and... I got up super early and played Dark Souls for seven hours straight. Yeah, I remember getting the snap at what, like, before 8 a.m. of you starting. <laughs> it was, it was, I got up at like I love when you guys do and started playing. I started playing at like 10 to 7 or something yeah. stupid. It was before 7. Even yeah. better. Yep. How much coffee did you consume during this time? Not that much, actually. Oh, that that, I don't really that drink. so enhances the experience for me. Yeah, like, I don't drink that much anymore, so I had like a cup. Uh huh. But, um, as long as you had one. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't not do that. Right. But, uh, so yeah, the re-release came out, Scholar of the First Sin. Um, I got it on PC because it came out, it actually came out a week before the console versions on, uh, Xbox and PlayStation. And, um, I seriously love the second one. 
I forgot how much I really liked it because if you read about it on the internet, the vast opinion is that it's not as good as the first. And as you mentioned before, Alex, it's because people were upset that it's not all interconnected like Dark Souls was. Like, you don't always end up coming back to the same spot. This one, I had sort of a profound realization about the second game specifically. It's set up more like Demons, where there's a hub place where you level up, there's a shop and stuff like that. Minus a maiden in black tier. Nope, nope. There <gasps> is the Emerald Maiden. Oh, does she does she chant mantras? She, dude, you're gonna love her. <laughs> I, but uh, I'm so happy right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's like Dark Souls Two is basically Demon Souls with everything they added in Dark Souls. If that. That, I'm whoever that will make sense to. This is it makes perfect. It should make it, sense to any Souls franchise yeah, player. It, and I'm very happy about this. It has a hub world like the Nexus, and then you just branch your way out into zones. Yeah. So, so you'll get you'll get through a couple stages, and then reach an end point, and that's it. And you go back to the hub world, and you go to another zone. And people were pissed about that because the first Dark Souls was so interconnected and, like, really well-designed, and it was always, like, surprising when you came back to Firelink Shrine. Because you were like, how could this possibly connect? But it totally made sense. People were pissed that they didn't do that for some reason in Dark Souls 2 when it kind of doesn't matter. I mean, it's still fun to play and yeah, it's still it's, a good game like i don't i don't know why that really made that much of a difference yeah more than anything the whole firelink shrine and connected world and dark souls it was more of a this is so cool aesthetic appreciation thing it's not like yeah, it was it any didn't, more functional than demon souls yeah it didn't add anything to the game no it was just and, really cool and actually here's what it did add you couldn't fast travel in the first Dark Souls until a significant portion into the game. Yeah, halfway through. <laughs> yeah, at least halfway through. So that was probably why the interconnectedness of all the levels was good, because yeah. you could then get back to places quickly. Right. But you don't need to worry about that in 2, because you can fast travel instantly at the very beginning of the game. Oh my so, god, that's wonderful. So don't even, you don't even need to worry about that. Yeah. It just, it just streamlines all of this traveling... And it just gets you back into playing faster. This is, is a franchise awesome. that just continues to improve on itself. And it's so impressive. And I mean, continuing with Bloodborne, hearing nothing but incredible reviews about it. It sounds like yeah. they're just continuing that trend. The only native and, thing I've heard from Bloodborne so far is the loading times. Have you heard that, Nick? Oh, yeah, I've heard it's really bad. It's like bad. 40 seconds when you die, yeah. which is horrible. That's, but, that's horrible, but at least so, it's not gameplay related. Yeah. So that's what, the, that's what Dark Souls 2 was like on PS3 and 360, I'm sure. It had very long load times. Hmm. And because you're fast traveling everywhere, you were kind of in a loading screen often. But, I mean, I'm assuming on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox, it'll be a lot faster I, absolutely on PC, it's like instant. My load screens. There's something are new, and sorry to interrupt seconds. real quick, but I had no idea. I knew you could replace the hard drive in the new systems and the yeah. PS4 and, and yep. one, but I didn't realize that if you, if say you put like a $500 SSD in it, 
it yeah. actually improves load times in games. Not by a lot. Not though. by a ton, but it does noticeably. It does make sense since it's a solid state. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense, and it's cool that you can do that, but what I've heard, it didn't really help that much in Bloodborne. <laughs> like, maybe a couple seconds difference. Yeah, no, I was just, I just think that's a neat thing you can do. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And And hey, let's face it, Nick. Let's say it increases it by five seconds with as many times as you die in Souls, and if you play the game for 40 hours, yep, that's, <laughs> that's going to add up to something and, significant. And with how much you are actually fast-traveling, like right, I said. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I all of that aside, I think Dark Souls 2 is really great. It actually plays better than the first one. I heard they beef the difficulty. Um, isn't 2 notoriously easier than the other ones? Two, 2 was fairly easy. I had... I had mostly no trouble going through that game, other than a few specific bosses. Um, you had my first demons experience with Dark Souls too. Yeah, I mean it. It just what like there's no way around it. You could really get through that game pretty quickly. It was a long. It's a long game. Like it has a lot of areas. There's a lot of bosses. It it lasts for a while. It's just you're not really struggling. Now, in the remaster, they changed the enemy locations. They added more difficult enemies into beginning areas, so you're not just running through them. And I told you guys, I was having trouble initially. And that was really cool. It was frustrating, but it was nice to not just fly through it again. Right. But I actually am kind of flying through it again. <laughs> Uh, now that I got back into it and I started leveling up my character and everything, I'm not really having any trouble at all. Um, I'm maybe a quarter of the way through right now. Will you play it again once you beat it? Maybe. Because I, I always start a New Game Plus and then never do it. So with New Game Plus, so, is it it's still your same character, everything carries over, it's just enemies are beefed up, or how's that work? A apparently, in 2... In the original release, New Game Plus would change enemy placement and all that stuff, item locations. And I don't know, since they already did that this next time around in the first playthrough, I don't know how New Game Plus will work with this one. So, I have no idea. We'll see after I get through everything, because like the base game alone takes maybe 50 hours. And then there's three DLCs, which are supposed to be, like, the best part of the game. I've, I've heard nothing but positives about all of them, which is awesome. I'm really looking forward to those. Um, so who knows how much longer that'll add to it, and maybe I'll be burnt out by the end of it. I don't know. But buying it again, we, talk, we shit all over remasters all the time. <laughs> It was so worth buying this again for yeah. me as a Souls fan because the the 360 and PS3 were just so underpowered mm -hmm. by the time this came out. And getting it on PC, it's like it's like a dream. Yeah. There's you can instantly tell that it's running so much better, the frame rate's better. That's awesome. It looks amazing. It like it I don't know. I can't explain it. it. Just the the better frame rate makes such a huge difference. Yeah, it I remember you so saying that more, alone was worth it. Yeah, it makes it so much more enjoyable. 
And I'm sure the original Dark Souls 2 on PC was just as good. I I just played it on PS3. My computer wasn't up to snuff at the time. <laughs> yeah. So it's really nice playing that now. And I'm loving it. And I can't wait to play it again later. Yeah, well, you're making <laughs> I'm probably going to do another big marathon. Making me even more excited. And that'll be good to to put on my... I mean, I might as well, because I know you wanted to play it together some, maybe at some point, and since you already have it on PC, maybe we can both wait for a drastic price drop on the one, so I'm in no hurry, especially coming off of Dark, so I'm still on Souls hiatus just because I don't want to yeah. do too yeah. much at once. But I already bought it. Um, Souls? Yeah. Oh, nice. No, I'm kidding. I was going to say you couldn't have. Cause okay, not, not nice. Uh, but, so I'll either just not get it, buy it and love it, or buy it and hate it. Hey, you know what you should do? No matter what, you won't beat it. <laughs> exactly. That's my prediction. All right, I feel like yeah, exactly. I need to do that now. Well, what? Play it? it? Just because. It's... You won't, though. Yep, see? All right, fueling. <laughs> fueling me. Okay, that, good. That's true. I, the I more we love, challenge him, Nick, the more he's going to want to yeah, rebuke or refute that. So I would, I would love for you to try this one again. Yep. I, I don't know. Like... Before it was easier, now not so much. Yeah. So I don't wait. What do you mean? Oh, you mean of? Okay, I didn't know what you meant by that. Yeah, like like Scholar of the First Sin. If you pick that up, I don't think you would get through it. Just he he might. He, it's possible that he'd fall off a bridge and quit. Yeah, it's it's extremely possible. Hey, that was just okay. Now nah, I'm I'm not getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know what? I want uh, Josh. Like you might have. I want to. You like might have been in a. You know, I, I joked around with my brother Michael about this. We refer to it as a pissy video gaming mood. If you <laughs> I like if that you phrase. go into video games <laughs> in a pissy mood, it affects the way you play them. That could, yeah, that could absolutely. absolutely. And I was dude going to bring that up, but I didn't have a good phrase for it, and that's perfect. Right? We we because he tried starting Snake Eater, and I I told you guys last week he he started playing, and all of a sudden he just decided, okay, I'm crossing this off my list. I'm not playing it. It, now but he was in a pissy mood shitty. that night, and he restarted it, and now he's enjoying it. So yeah. I'm trying to think you have if to watch I've out had for that, that experience with anything. You probably have, even if we have. Now that we have a term, we can be on the lookout. I want to say, I want to say, I did that with Fable, Fable Two. I played it. I really? thought I hated it, and I got rid. I rented it, and then it from like GameStop when game we were ever. working at GameStop. And Fall Fallout Three. That's exactly what happened with Fallout Three. <laughs> I I borrowed it from GameStop, hated it picked it up maybe a month later and it's now one of my favorite games that's true i remember yep. that maybe you maybe you were pissy because you were working at GameStop. that could very well be <laughs> but you know what but we could play I, all the games we kind of missed the yes. GameStop days so yeah. oh we, we all do easiest yeah. easiest portion of my life yep well and access to playing anything without spending money exactly so souls comes well, out this tuesday nick yeah for consoles yeah um it's gonna be 60 dollars it was it was 50 on PC, which was awesome. Mm. And they uh, they also gave an upgrade option to people that originally bought it on PC because there was like a big outcry about that. Uh, a lot of people downvoted Dark Souls 2 on Steam and wrote a bunch of reviews that just said, don't buy this version because there's a remaster coming out soon and they're going to charge you full price for it. So just don't even bother with this one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And then when they announced the prices, they were like, hey, if you already bought it, 
this is the upgrade price, and it was like twenty or thirty dollars, which is totally fair. Yeah. Are you gonna get Axiom Verge when it's on release day, or are you gonna hold off? Yeah, but that's a ways off, probably. I don't think there's a date for it on PC. I thought it was like a month after. I thought it was too, but it doesn't sound like that's set in stone. Look. Oh, that was what the I didn't even get to say it. The realization I had about Dark Souls 2 specifically is it's kind of like a Metroidvania. What? That's awesome. Yeah, it it a 3D Metroidvania. Has, because it has those those zones instead of a interconnected world like the first one, there will be you'll come across areas that you can't access yet. Until later. When you say zones, it makes me think of, you know, Crateria and yes, Star well, that's and exactly That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's awesome. That That's almost exactly what it's like. And th- there will be multiple times where you'll see something blocking your path and you can't do anything about it until a later point in the game. Right. And, there, and they'll do that with enemies, too. Like, there, there might be an area off to the side where these enemies are just super strong right now. And you have to come back later. Yeah. Even though you're supposed to be progressing through there, you kind of have to just pass them for a little bit. And I didn't realize that the first time around. So I don't know. I mean, they're definitely gating off places that you could access immediately in the first time around. Right. In this version. So it's even more noticeable. But I thought that was awesome because... Like Josh said, it's a 3D Metroidvania, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, just barely. And that's sweet. Yeah, well, it doesn't look like there's a PC date for Axiom Verge. No, I didn't think so. Before before we get too far removed from the Snake Eater discussion, I just wanted to put my two cents in on it. And that's all it is, because I didn't play a whole lot of it. Because, yeah. back to the initial part of this conversation, my time played gauge is very inaccurate because i was sitting there pausing and marveling simultaneously but anyways Uh. (laughs) um i need to give more love and get back to the metal gear franchise because starting that game and i played up through i don't want to say the tutorial but there's basically there's a fairly long intro sequence and like any other like any metal gear it's long because of uh, cinematics. And I've realized that not only am I in love with the way those games tell stories, it's perfect for the lazy gamer like me. Yeah. You, you, you basically play in order to earn time where you put the controller down and watch a movie. <laughs> it's incredible. It's the yep. perfect gaming experience for me. And I also realized what, what a wonderful affinity and love and appreciation I have for the strange, strange minds of Japanese developers. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Metal They're Gear... so inventive. Metal Gear is, to me, oddly similar to Deadly Premonition and sweary stuff. Just because yeah, it... of how odd and off the wall some of the characters are and everything. Yep. There it Quirky. was being a fairly normal game up until all of a sudden... You're on a bridge. The boss is defecting. This is right in the beginning of the game. I don't even have to say spoiler warning. No. And all of a sudden, this swarm of hornets descends on you. And Snake is like, hornets. And then they introduce all these insane mutant-like characters. And it's, 
I love it. It's the the supernatural aspect of all the Metal Gears with the weird ass characters is just the coolest. Uh, did you use the word inventive, Nick? Yeah, like they they come up with characters that you would seriously never even think of. Yeah, and I and I feel there's like. no reasonable explanation for them, and it's amazing. No, I just love it. It's the coolest thing ever, and I'm so excited to get into this game and experience it in full, and then. I will, even though I've played them a trillion times, I will, I'll just go over a good thorough synopsis of the events of one, the events of two, and then I'm going to dive back into an experience all on my own, Guns of the Patriots, because that needs to be done. And and that game's really short. Yeah, playtime-wise, it's a very small investment. Video-wise, yeah. it's a very large investment, and that's fine. Yeah. So yeah. and there's what like I four just, hours of actual gameplay in that four or five hours. Yeah, it's yeah four to six like that. something like that. But it's I just have such an appreciation for the storytelling in those and and they also I realize one's sweary one's you know Hideo Kojima, but it's so strange because it's like some of those really odd nuances. Like whenever you're talking to the major you're reporting to, he changes his name after the 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 intro sequence and I say sequence it makes it sound short it was you know an hour two hours whatever but <laughs> you he's he's like call me Major Tom and you actually say can you hear me Major Tom like that is such an overt David Bowie reference and I love it it's amazing you should play Rise yeah there's a lot of stuff like that yeah the, the pop culture stuff is so huge obviously in you know sweary stuff so. I just love everything about it, and I'm really excited to get in, invested in this story. Play Rising. What do you play th- Rising. Play Rising. Eh. Yeah, that's the rising. one thing I'm not sure if I'll play or not. Yeah, you can skip it. I enjoyed it. But I'm just not sure. That's all. I think there's a second one coming out. <laughs> probably. So you could probably just play that, because hopefully they'll get rid of the awful attempt at stealth sections yeah, that were stealth. unneeded. <laughs> But what do you think about the uh, survival stuff? I like it. I mean, who knows? It has yet to... You haven't played a, long enough, really. Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. It, bottom line is I haven't played long enough. But I'm open to it. I like it. I'm I'm able to find stuff without trying too hard. And I'm tr- sort of trying to stock up right now when it's early or when it's easy early on. So... Are you, uh, are you playing this in the collection that was released? I am. The HP... Okay. Thing. So yeah, because I, I, I never saw them, and I was curious how much better it actually looked. Yeah, I of course have no frame of reference, but it looks pretty decent. I can—that's all I can say about it. Yeah, it's been forever. I played that when it came out, right, ten years ago, and haven't seen it again. So I don't—I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'll get five on release day. We'll see. You know, I've been thinking also that I won't because I know it's going to be really short. I'll I'll wait to Trim see it. what people say about it and whether I should hold off on buying I'm it. I'm not really worried about that because I think there are people who like Metal Gear and then there are people who just don't care at all. Yeah. And I wouldn't And yet be they'll get it and then criticize it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets reviewed thus. Yep. Like that that's just I expect that to happen. People are probably there's going to be people that are assigned to review that and not like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which That's is true. That's shitty. Point. That is shitty. But 
journalism. Or <laughs> whatever. Not journalism, just reviewing. Yellow um, journalism. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, did you see the yeah. uh, the new Halo online game? No. Yeah, the free one in Russia. <laughs> and what is this? It's a free-to-play like, Halo It's a free-to-play Halo. That's so weird. It's a... Yeah. It's pretty much just halo 3 but it's free to play and you actually ha- and you have to like buy the weapons that you want if you want to spend money on it that's sort of like a killer instinct it's like the game's there but there's components that it's, you have to it's the typical free to play model okay. and and it's because i think that i think pcs are much more common and used in like russia <laughs> they don't they don't like buy consoles Sweeping general. I think piracy is a huge thing. <laughs> yeah, probably. So yeah. It I don't see it ever coming anywhere else. No. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they do the same thing in China. There's a there's a free to play Call of Duty that got released in China. And it's marketed under the under the Call of Duty name. Yes, it's yep, it's Call of Duty. It's um it takes pieces of all the games and puts them together somehow. Yeah. Which is what I figured they would do with Halo also, but you said it's more like three. Well, it's I don't just know. I didn't it's, the, it. it's a modified engine of three three's engine. So. Oh, okay. The world is such probably a because place. it's easier to run on. Yeah. Yeah, like people probably don't have crazy up to date PCs make that more <laughs> widely available. There are so many strange things that, I mean, just video games alone that other countries do that I'm just completely oblivious to. Yeah, that's so different yeah, than it's wild. like us and Europe and. Yep. Japan and all that stuff. Yep. It's stuff you don't really hear about that often. Mm-hmm. Unless you listen to the 2v1 podcast. That's, that's, <laughs> you just have to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your source of up-to-date information. And and questionable fact-checking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, there's that. I'm trying to think of what else happened in the past week or so. Uh, Hideo Kojima is getting added back in the game. Yeah, I did see that. (laughs) Okay, whatever. I've officially lost interest. Yeah, because like, what is going on actually, and who cares? That's that is officially non-news now. Yep. I'm excited. There's a um the battle or the Star Wars Battlefront. I guess the first trailer comes out soon. I'm excited for that game. I'm interested in that because it's it's the battlefield people, right? It's dice. Yeah. Yeah, so fairly so. Certain. See, all all they had to do was make Star Wars, and I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and True. did you Even... play the original Battlefronts? No. Nope. Oh, they they were fun. Yeah, that was something I missed. Mm-hmm. They were a good time. I remember playing a demo and not caring, and that was why I didn't. Yeah, so I have I have hopes. I have high hopes for it. You remember? Do you remember back before the current this gen came out? They were showing. That one, I forget what it's called, Star Wars 1549 or something weird. Yeah, it got canceled yeah. a long time yeah, ago. And that's just so strange to me how a game could be shown. That was like the forerunner of the new generation of consoles of what it can do. And then it yeah. just got canceled. Just whatever. Yep. It was because, I think it was because LucasArts doesn't exist Yeah, anymore. it had something to do with that whole transaction. I don't, I don't yeah. Know. This will this will be the first even... current gen Star Wars game, I think. Yeah. So. 
yeah, I I would like to just see how that turns out. I mean, the whole big open scale thing paired with science fiction is much more interesting to me than military stuff. If it was, and I, I'd imagine this is what it's going to be, if it was just, if it took Battlefield and replaced everything with Star Wars, I'm so for that. And, well, what's different with Star Wars is there's things like the AT-ATs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, really big vehicles. And they had those so. in the PS2 version, so there's no reason for you not to be able to use them in this one. Well, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yep. I would have expected something that big was not in a, pl- a player control. I don't think they were then. the big AT-ATs. They might have been the smaller The, the little smaller ones, version. the AT-ST or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember. But, I mean, with the scale for this, yeah. you know, they set this That's huge I mean. scale on the current gen that they have to have those. And whatever the the uh, the ones with four legs are called, I'd imagine those are in Yeah, it. that's the AT-AT. Is it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Shit. I, I was confused for a second. But I'm excited. I hope that turns out well. Good. Well. You know. Me too. So. But, yeah. What's next? What's next on your list, Josh? Uh, shit. Um, n- new Gears of War won't be last gen. Not a big deal. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Gears of War Judgment free game. Download it. It's free. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Yep. I've been Child it. of Light on Xbox One, which I downloaded. I downloaded. It. I don't know when or if I'll play it. Since it is, I don't know when RPG. I will. I definitely will play it though. I want to check it out in Pool FX. For Xbox One. I downloaded that also just because it looked like super high-definition pool balls, and that was fun. Yeah, it <laughs> looks almost real. Oh, I saw it at Dursky's last night, and it's really cool. Is it? Yeah, and I, I downloaded fun. it just in case yeah. it was something. Yeah, What's the I'm other definitely going to be downloading game? that. That'll be a good social game. Um, but yeah. I was... Uh, hopefully, Yaley and I can play that together and listen to Lifestyle, and it'll be great. But anyways, <laughs> the... Um, what was he? I I also saw Battlefield Hardline in person, and it was Battlefield. It was nothing, but it it looked. <laughs> here's the funny thing, it looked alluring for five seconds because they were driving around in a car. It like I like the idea of somebody driving me around with me hanging out the window firing at people, and everybody's wearing hoodies instead of mi- military garb. Like that's <laughs> so funny, and then I lost interest after thirty. Seconds. You know what? I did so, want to say yep. something. With Hardline, I I played a little bit more of the multiplayer this week. I don't like it. Yeah, I love some of the ideas, and I don't care. I don't know what's been happening with the Battlefield games, but way back with Bad Company 2 and Battlefield 3, they really, really focused on Frostbite and what it could do with demolishing buildings. Yeah, and they're just sort of abandoning that aspect of it. And with Hardline, it's all... And I hate saying this, but they it's more of a Call of Duty-esque sort of shooter where it's a lot more closed, tight spaces with just blind firing. And I hate that. Yep. No, I think that's a totally reasonable observation, and I agree with you. So hopefully Battlefield 5 or Bad Company 3, whatever they intend to do next, will will get back to large-scale destruction because that is what Battlefield is for me. This is going to be my my last thing here, and I want to check. I actually don't know 
what game rankings said about Hardline. Do you guys know? 80%, 79%. I guess I don't even need to check. That's yeah, no clue. I think. not very good. Uh, that, you know, that's typical for Battlefield, though. Uh, you know what? I, I should say for Battlefield, that's not that bad. But, hey, fact check. Xbox One rounds up to 77. PS4 rounds up to 74. Yeah. So it's a little lower. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Battlefield does not exist in my life. <laughs> I still like it more than Call of Duty multiplayer, but hey. What's multiplayer? Yeah, what is multiplayer? That's a good question. I've had a craving <laughs> all week, and I told you guys of, of wanting to play Titanfall again. And I don't know why. For what? I, I don't reason. know. <laughs> I don't know. I want to play multiplayer, but I I don't have very many options right now. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Download Red Faction on your Mac. Oh my! I forgot about that. Ugh. Look into it. That that multiplayer. So much fun. I really loved it. So much funny stuff. I was thinking so much funny <laughs> stuff. <laughs> All right. You guys want to wrap this up? Yeah, we're starting yep. to drone off a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Once eastbound quotes come in, that means it's time to stop. It's over. It's all <laughs> downhill. It's over. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, you can find us on iTunes by searching 2v1 podcast. Wait, we're on iTunes? We are on iTunes. We're also on another thing called Stitcher, which we have no listens from yet, so apparently it doesn't work. But... <laughs> <laughs> but it's there for those of you who like if you're looking for a podcast app there's that mm-hmm. and we're we have it. no listen so obviously it doesn't work the code is broken Apparently, on that website it is broken stupid code Um, yeah alright guys think, think that's going to be it we'll be back thanks in a week thanks for listening everybody yep thanks for listening and we'll see you next week okay. why the hell did um, I sound so quiet last week I don't know I thought you sounded really quiet also it it I I actually I listened to it and I still thought it sounded okay, but I'm willing to take any blame because of noise reduction, and it was because of the circumstances last week, and it's just it's just because you know you're it was a one you're week just thing. fired. Yeah, well I quit, so you can't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> I quit, so you can't fire me, but Josh can't quit because we fired him. Right. So I guess it's just me now. Right. Okay. One. That's the new podcast <laughs> name. Just one. The one podcast. (laughs) Solo podcast.